Hey, what's up, my friends? JT DeBolt with you today for the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome. And today, we're going to be talking about how to get better results in your business, attract high-quality, first-class clients, and more importantly, how to avoid overwhelm and defeat procrastination by applying a, a lot of five specific lessons from a very little-known fact about a story that you've probably heard multiple times about a sports and business icon. In fact, this particular story has been used multiple times by major advertising agencies. It's been used by all the motivational, inspirational gurus and everybody out there uh, trying to get people to get up off the couch and take control of their lives. But what's interesting about this one unknown fact is how little known people really actually, uh, or how little most people know about it and how powerful it can actually be. So we're going to be talking about that and more. I'm going to be giving you specifically how you can get those results and attract those better clients, but more importantly, how to avoid some of the major pitfalls that I've seen entrepreneurs, especially newer entrepreneurs, and even the seasoned entrepreneurs that are out there taking over their list, uh, building funnels, building products, and even building their brand, some of the mistakes that I've seen them make. So I'm going to be sharing with you a couple of strategies you can implement in the moment, right here, right now, every single day and even moment by moment as you're out there building and scaling your business. So as you're jumping on here, let me know where you are tuning in from, and as you do, let me say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining us here each and every single Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, in our brand new format here in the Elite Marketing Pro uh, private group. Great to be with you guys here on a on a Tuesday morning, kicking things off. Always a privilege and an honor. I want to say what's up. Hey, Tom Dealey from Vegas. Go Hawks, baby. I love you, man. Chuck Kewen's in the house. Tuas Leto's in the house. Eric Duncanson's in the house. Sally Prague. What's up, my friend? Good to see you over there from the UK. Mary Vroman's in the house. Jan Franzler's in the house from Tennessee. What's going on? Lisa Gentile coming in from Kenosha. Kenosha, yeah, what's going on? All right, listen, here's the thing that you've probably heard. You've probably, if you follow anything, listen, you could be watching TV and see a Nike commercial or a Gatorade commercial or any of those commercials that use those kind of hyped-up motivational commercials and videos and things like that. They talk about the famous Michael Jordan. Most people know who Michael Jordan is. He is perhaps one of the greatest basketball players to ever play, perhaps one of the best athletes to ever play a sport on a very high, in this case, professional level. If you've heard of Michael Jordan, you know his story. The story is that uh, his, his uh, path to success was pretty bumpy in the beginning. The story as it goes is that he tried out for the basketball team and was cut didn't make the team, went home, cried himself to sleep, and then got all pissed off, fired up, and came back with, with all that fire in his belly to succeed. If you've heard this story, just as I've said it, give me a one in the chat box. One in the chat box. Jan Franzler says, best basketball player. Yes, absolutely. I would say in at least the era that I grew up in, he was certainly the best. And fun, In fact, kind of funny story on the side note to this. Uh, when I was growing up, I thought he was the greatest. My dad, on the other hand, thought he was a showboat. <laughs> thought he was a selfish player because he was always keeping the ball to himself. Well, he actually ended up being one of the best teammates, and that was verified externally by his teammates that he played with on the Chicago Bulls teams. Uh, even the guys that he played baseball with, most people don't know that he played baseball, uh, or I should say not most, but a lot of people don't realize that he actually played baseball uh, for a while. Even the people on the baseball team said he was a pretty awesome uh, teammate. So uh, that story was kind of funny every time my dad used to say that. And I try to remind him to this day, and he's like, no, I always knew he was going to be awesome. 
And I have to remind him, no, Dad, you didn't. In the beginning, you said that he was a ball hog and that he was a show-off. Anyway, that's a side story. It's kind of funny. It's one of those things I always like to remind my dad of every now and then when it comes up. Anyway, I see a lot of people dialing one in here. Uh, Jan Franzler says, Scotty Pippen's awesome too. Yeah, absolutely, Scotty Pippen was the man. But listen, here's the part of the Michael Jordan story that not a lot of people realize. And that is that Michael Jordan wasn't cut from the team. He simply didn't make the varsity squad. It's very interesting. He was never cut from the team. He just didn't make the varsity squad. In fact, he only made the JV team, the junior varsity team, which is that, that next level down, uh, simply because he wasn't big enough, mostly because of his size, and also because he hadn't quite gotten his game down, his ball handling and, and some of his passing and some of the fundamental things that you have to have to be a decent basketball player. And so the coach of the uh, varsity team decided he wasn't ready for that. So Michael Jordan didn't get cut from the team he just didn't make the varsity team. Now, this is key and essential. I want you to pay close attention to this because here's what's happened, what happened next. Michael Jordan went to work when he realized he wasn't going to make the team or make the varsity team, and that was his goal. He didn't throw in the towel. He didn't complain. Yeah, he was upset. He took a moment to be very disappointed. In fact, as the story goes, as the legend goes, he cried himself to sleep, and his mom came into his room and said, what happened? He said, oh, I didn't make the varsity team. And she said, well, you need to get out there, and you need to show them. All right? You've got to show them what you've got. Show them what you're made of. And that's what Michael Jordan did. He went to work on his skill set. He, he went to work on the fundamentals, the stuff that, they had, that he knew he had to have in order to be successful and make the varsity team. And what's interesting about it is he put so much work and so much focus into getting better one extra thing that happened to him during that time on the JV team that nobody saw coming was he grew several inches. Physically, he grew in stature, and that's one of the most important things that the varsity coach was looking for is not only somebody who's big and tall, but somebody who can handle that frame. And what's cool about this is because he was working nonstop at his craft, his body grew into and his skill set grew into that bigger frame. So this is very cool. If he'd have just sat around on the couch and felt sorry for himself, if he'd have said to himself, ah, oh, it's not fair, life sucks, the coach said that I was going to make the team and I didn't make the team, the coach doesn't like me, it's not fair, those other players, they're not as good as me, it's not fair. If he'd have taken that path and not done anything about it, then he still would have grown, right? He would have picked up all those inches and then he could have probably turned around and said, hey, coach, now I'm tall enough, can I try out? But the problem is, is that he wouldn't have the skill set to back it up. This is important, and I want to want you to realize this. When it comes to getting results in your business, the only thing that comes from getting the results is taking the action. But here's the key and, key and essential part about this. Every action does not lead to a result. So a lot of times I'll be talking to our members of our fast track community, and this is usually typically uh, at the workshops when we get the time to spend face-to-face. And I'll start talking to them. I'll say, hey, how are things going in your business? And sometimes they're super stoked. They're saying, hey, I'm on the path. Things are going well. Sometimes they're frustrated because they're not getting results. Rarely, but sometimes they'll say, you know, this sucks, and they'll start going down this path about how, you know, they were promised success and results by a certain amount of time, and they thought, you know, oh, my gosh, after six or seven months, I thought I was going to be making a whole bunch of money, and it's just not how it typically works. Typically, it takes 12 months or more to get to a place where you have the skill set that will actually get you the results that you want. doesn't mean the results are going to be there. It just means that it takes time to develop that level of proficiency and competence with the skill sets in order for those skill sets to render something that looks like a result. Now, in no means, by the way, am I saying that you can't get great results before that. Every single person is different. 
But you got to look back and ask yourself, how is my business going right now? And am I learning anything from it? Just like Michael Jordan did. There was a point in Michael Jordan's career, I'm sure, in the very beginning parts, those dark hours after he found out that he didn't make the varsity team where he was probably ready to throw in the towel. And yet, he didn't. He got to work on his skill sets. Now, what happened next is, yes, he got bigger, and yes, he got faster, he got better, but obviously, he made the varsity team, went on to the University of North Carolina, had an amazing career there, got drafted by the Bulls, and, well, guess what? The rest is history. And if you don't know the story of Michael Jordan, I do highly suggest you get out there and learn a little bit about this because it's interesting. He also went on to become a very successful entrepreneur. He's got restaurants. He's got uh, product lines. He's got all kinds of things. He's probably made more money off endorsements and his business deals than he ever did as an employee of the Chicago Bulls and the National Basketball Association. So, very interesting story, but let's talk about how this applies to you. First and foremost, I want to talk to you about some of the major pitfalls that I've seen entrepreneurs create. And by the way, if you if you knew this backstory, or more importantly, if this realization of, holy crap, cow, I didn't realize that he didn't actually get cut, he just made the varsity team, and that's what actually inspired him to play better. If you just are finding this out and find that very inspirational, give me a two in the chat box. Uh, Connie Cahale says, uh, great parallel, great message. Thank you, Connie. I appreciate that. Tony Stewart, buddy, what's in the house? Good to see you, man. Just met Tony for the first time uh, last weekend in Chicago when we did the VIP regional. I'm going to be heading back to Chicago here this Thursday to uh, help co-facilitate with Carrie Hyam the, uh, and Brandy Shaver. Uh, we're going to be doing the uh, VIP workshop, or I should say the uh, Fast Track workshop in Chicago this weekend. So good to see you there, Tony. Um, let's see, Angelina um, it says, uh, awesome message. Roger that. Giving me a two. Great. Curtis Bradley's giving me a two. Tony, uh, Tony, great to see you. Mary's giving me a two. Lots of people giving me twos. Okay, cool. So I want to make sure because the story in, its, in and of itself may not look like a business message, but it's very important. Number one, the thing that I want you to take away from this is to be humble. Because that's what Michael Jordan did. He came from a place of humility. And what's interesting about this is I think sometimes humility gets uh, misconstrued a little bit. We think of humility as the opposite of monstrous, you know, huge ego, monstrous ego. And there's some truth to that. But really what humility means is that we're going to pull away from the ego. We're not going to allow it to hold us back. And so what will happen a lot of times is people say, oh, I'm not getting results. This doesn't work. And they start going down this path of pity or they start going down this path, path of negativity. And what's happening is it's not about them having chest-pounding bravado about succeeding. It's about them thinking, coming from a place of, uh, you know, sort of expecting results that they didn't necessarily do the work to earn or perhaps coming from a place of, uh, you know, expecting everybody to do the work for them. And it's rare, but this does happen. And sometimes we've got to check in. And this is how come I said, listen, you know, if you can step back and you can ask yourself in the moment, you know, if you're feeling kind of bad about your business or you're frustrated by results, ask yourself, is my ego too much in the way? You know, am I allowing myself to get kind of worked up about something or can I apply that information and can I actually direct this energy that I'm feeling into a more productive angle, a more productive direction? And if you can say yes to that, guess what? It's going to make a massive difference pretty much in the moment. Okay, so as quickly as you can apply that, that's what it's going to take. 
The interesting thing that most people don't realize, even if from a business standpoint with Michael Jordan, is that uh, you have to have a little bit of a healthy ego to be successful. But when we say healthy, it doesn't mean massive. It doesn't mean uh, you know bulletproof to anything that comes your way. What it means is to have that ego in check and to have it where you can say to yourself, hey, man, the victories are awesome, right? But I'm going to stay here instead of going way up here. And the defeats, the defeats are going to happen. It happens all the time. It happens to every single person in business, happens to every single person in sports, happens to every single person in life. So if we have that realization, then we can keep the lows from being so down here to where that roller coaster of emotions doesn't make us sick to our stomach. Instead, we keep our highs here and our lows here, and we keep that sort of path a little bit more stable. If this is making sense, give me a three in the chat box. I want to know if, these fo if this is working for you. And by the way, Eric Duncanson just made a great point. Michael Jordan's net worth, $1.6 billion B, as in Bumblebee. Not bad for an employee. All right, We talk about, oh, man, employees, man. Who wants to be an employee? Well, listen, sports stars are nothing but employees. But what's different, what's different about Michael Jordan is he figured out how to leverage not just his wealth but his his, personal, his personality and his brand and create a $1.6 billion uh, business. Pretty, pretty impressive stuff. All right, lots of great people giving me threes. What's up, Larry Felder, Colonel? Colonel Felder in the house, good to see you, my friend. Uh, okay, Celeste saying three, Curtis Bradley Autry saying three, perfect. All right, moving on. The next thing that I see people uh, kind of get wrapped around the axle, especially early in their business career, is that they start getting frustrated by the lack of results, but they go, hey, I'm going to... You know, I'm going to keep my ego in check. <laughs> Lots more threes. I see that. Um, people are starting to get this message. But what's interesting about keeping your ego in check is it doesn't mean playing small. Okay, so if you say to yourself, all right, cool, I'm going to take this as it comes. You know, JT's right. I'm not supposed to necessarily guarantee results right off the gate. Uh, sometimes the, the defeats are going to be great. But we can also swing that pendulum too far to where we start thinking, all right, I'm going to be uh, less than humble. In fact, I'm going to be meek. And by the way, that's not the same thing. Humility does not mean being weak or meek. What it means is staying hungry. All right. So lesson number two is you got to stay hungry because the other pitfall that I've seen entrepreneurs make is that when they start having a lack of results, they go into this sort of uh, scale back mode. They go, okay, cool. Well, obviously I got to be like Michael Jordan. I got to start working on my skill set. But all they end up doing is sitting on more webinars downloading more ebooks, going to another training, and they start going into this, this kind of vicious cycle of chasing shiny objects, thinking that they're being students, but they're not really doing anything, right? Learning a lot, but not really applying anything. And it's one thing to take in information, but the learning doesn't, doesn't happen until you start to apply the information, all right? So be very clear about this. If you catch yourself going to a lot of trainings, if you catch yourself downloading lots of products and services, start listening to people, that's not learning. That's consuming information. The learning doesn't happen until you apply it into force, you know, forward action and then start putting, applying that force of your spirit, your desire, your passion, all that stuff in a forward prog progressing uh, uh, manner. Does that make sense? If this is making sense for you, give me a four in the chat box. I want to make sure I got you with me on this. Remember, it's not about learning. Learning doesn't happen until you take information in and actually apply it, and that's the oftentimes the thing that people mistake, and so this, or you know they they misunderstand. So again, these two major pitfalls. First and foremost is, they, is people allow themselves to get their egos in the way, and number two is that they lose that hunger. 
They lose that drive to move forward. And Michael Jordan actually stayed humble and stayed hungry and look at where he is now. It's pretty impressive. All right, lots of cool, uh, lots of people saying for Lisa uh, Gentile being honest enough with, uh, with herself and everybody else saying, I'm a recovering shiny object chaser. Awesome. Uh, Jan Franzler says, learn, do, teach. Exactly. And by the way, what's interesting about that is, is ask yourself, how do you learn best? That's one of the questions that we ask in the very first few minutes of the workshops is, hey, what's, how do you learn best? Are you somebody who learns best through auditory? Are you learn, or somebody who learns best through the visual? Are you somebody who learns best through kinesthetic, you know, like actually physically doing it? And when you take a look at how you best learn, use that learning um, uh, platform to give yourself that ability to really take those lessons on board and develop those skills. All right, cool. Lots of people saying four. This is great. Now, step number three to this is key and essential. And again, this is one of the big pitfalls, one of the big mistakes I see people making in their business, and that is that they don't honor their victories. It happens all the time. In fact, I just spoke with a woman a couple days ago in uh, Chicago. And she was talking about how nothing's working in her business. And I said, well, talk to me. What do you mean nothing's working in your business? And she said, well, look, you know, I, I, I put an ad out there on Facebook. I've been, you know, promoting it. I've been doing all these things. I've been trying to learn from Fernie. I've been trying to learn from Vitaly. I've been trying to learn from all these, these great people. But for whatever reason, the ad is not working. I said, whoa, hold on one second. What did you just say? She said, I just put an ad out and it's not working. I said, but you said nothing's working in your business. She goes, that's right. I'm not making any money. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you realize you just put an ad out on Facebook? She's like, yeah. But JT, it's, I said, no, 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 no. You put an ad out on Facebook. That's a victory. Do you know how many entrepreneurs out there say they want to make money, say they want to build a business, say they want to have this, they want to have that, and yet they still haven't done the work to develop the skill set. What does it take to put an ad out on Facebook? And she goes, well, you have to know this, you have to know that. I said, did you know that before you came to EMP? Well, no. Okay, then let's honor the victories. Now, when I say honor, it doesn't mean you have to celebrate and throw a ticker tape parade and take yourself out to a steak dinner. You might, and that's okay if you do. But when we're talking about honoring the victories, what I'm talking about is slow down and actually acknowledge them. Take a look and say, listen, I might be making slow progress, but at least I'm making something. At least I'm not sitting on my butt complaining. At least I'm not sitting on my butt wishing for better. I'm out there doing something about it. You know, one of the great stories, you probably heard this about Michael Jordan as well, is he would stand outside in the rain, in the snow, in the heat, didn't matter what the weather was, and shoot free throws for like two hours. Hundreds of free throws every single day. Now, does it mean that every single free throw he threw, was that a victory? In a way, it was. Just because he showed up and started throwing free throws at you know, 4, 30, 5 o'clock in the morning or whenever it was, the legend kind of changes depending on who you ask the story of. But the fact that he showed up every single day and applied himself to it, that in and of itself is a victory. And here's the thing that's really exciting about this. Before I was talking about how to get better results and attract high-quality, world-class customers to your business, do you really think that a high-quality, world-class human being wants to be around somebody who complains? Probably not. Do you think that a world-class uh, customer or client wants to do business with somebody who shows up no matter what? 
who's willing to grind through the pain and the frustration, who's willing to push through and ask questions and stay curious and say, hey, what do I need to do to succeed? What might I do differently? Absolutely, 100%. That's how come they're world class. And so the better your efforts are, the more you lead from a place of authenticity and really put yourself out there, the more you're going to attract the high-quality people, all right? Now, if this is making sense to you, give me a five in the chat box, like a high five. I want to see how many people are registering with this message because it's very important to understand that, yeah, it's one thing to stay humble and have that humility that pushes you. It's another thing to use that humility to not allow it to go too far, but actually you keep the hunger, right? You want to stay hungry just like Michael Jordan. The other part about this is we have to be willing to honor the victories. Every single victory counts, even the small ones, even the ones that feel like this big. If you've got an ad running right now, you're winning. All right, you're one step, maybe a mile ahead of most of those people out there who just can't seem to get out of their own way, who allow their excuses to be bigger than their answers. At least you're out there. The question is now, what might you do differently? Right? We talk about this all the time in the evaluation process. All right, I'm getting lots of high fives here, which is awesome. I love this. Okay, so real quick, let me give you the last two steps to this because I think you'll find if you, if you really follow the Michael Jordan story, this definitely showed up for him in spades. The next part about what you want to do is you want to get out there and make them notice. Now, Michael Jordan did this, and his mom told him that. She said, listen, wipe your tears and take the time right now to feel like crap. It's okay to be bummed out, but do not sit here in this place of sorrow and pity. Get yourself out there, work hard, and make them notice. In other words, he didn't stay in his closet. He didn't stay in his room. He didn't just shoot baskets out in his front yard. He was actually working every single day in front of the coaches. He was in the gymnasium pumping iron. He was in the, he was in the, uh, the basketball courts playing basketball, sometimes just by himself, showing the coaches what he meant. And that's what you can apply to your business. If you're out there busting it right now and you're working really hard to, to grow your business, right? make sure that you're showing up in the communities, asking for help. Showing up in the communities and lending a hand where you can. Believe it or not, you have some value that you can offer to people right here, right now, in this community and even in your own community. Heck, maybe you should be building your own community with your own fan page. How many people, out of curiosity, how many people are building their own communities right now? Give me a seven. There. Give me a, <laughs> I just like look myself in the mirror here. Give, give, give me a seven in the chat box if right now you're building your own communities. All right, so whether that's through a fan page, uh, maybe you're building your email list, but you're communicating with them. A community doesn't mean you've got a whole bunch of people that have liked your page. A community means you're actually interfacing with them. You're actually messaging them, talking to them, just like we're doing here on the Daily Dose. All right, lots of cool people. Lots of people saying seven. Congratulations to each and every one of you. First and foremost, I want you to acknowledge that that's a victory. All right? I want you to honor that as a victory. But number two... Realize that you are applying a lesson to this unknown story about Michael Jordan just showing up there and giving value to your folks. And I see a lot of more people coming in here with number sevens. The whole thing to this is make them notice, all right? Michael Jordan did that. He showed up every single day, but he didn't practice in private. He didn't keep his dreams private. He didn't keep his hard work private. It doesn't mean boasting, all right? It doesn't mean that every time you do something awesome, you have to pr promote it all over the place. What it means is you show up and teach people what you're learning. You talk about your journey. You come to it from a place of authenticity. You come to it from a place of vulnerability. You come to it from a place of being real. And that's what people love. In fact, that's what people love about this Michael Jordan story is that it's so relatable. You look at somebody who's built a $1.6 billion uh, brand and you think to yourself, $1.6 billion? Not many people can necessarily relate to that. 
But what they can relate to is that this person had a dream. This person failed at their dream, at least initially. This person felt the pain of that failure. They internalized it. They realized it. They didn't fake it. They didn't bury it. They didn't say, oh, that doesn't exist and try to act all tough. They took the time to be authentic and real, vulnerable about it. But then they converted it into forward, process, uh, forward progress. They had that humility. They had that hunger. And then they went to work. And then they started honoring their victories. And then they made them notice. Which brings us to the fifth and final part of this story. This Michael Jordan story is exciting, it's really cool, and it's a lot of fun to talk about, but it's incomplete if we don't talk about the one part that's probably key and essential and most important. If you know anything about Michael Jordan, if you know anything about this story, you know that he never once looked back on the defeats or the challenges or even the victories and took them for granted. Instead, he was a truly grateful person. And I can tell you, one of the things that I've noticed about some of the most successful people I know, and by the way, when I say successful, some of them are brand new folks. Some of them are people that are just starting their businesses, but they have that, that, that character that makes them successful already. They've already been through tough stuff in their life. They've already been from one thing, or maybe they had a, a great career, and they transitioned out of that awesome career, and they're just starting off in their business. Guess what? They're successful even if they haven't realized the quote-unquote results that everybody seems to love, honor, and adore, and obsess over. The truly successful people come from a place of gratitude. One thing that I can tell you right now is if you can take a look at what you've got in your business, no matter how big, no matter how small, and you can look at it from a place of gratitude, you, my friend, are on the right path. It's one of the key and essential ingredients to success. If you want better results in your business, if you want to attract world-class customers, and not just world-class customers like a few of them, I'm talking about a consistent flow of them, and if you want those results to be, to be the kind that scale, grow, and the kind that are consistent and even predictable results, then you've got to learn this lesson from Michael Jordan's story. Number one, be humble. Realize that whether it's defeat or whether it's victory, it's temporary. And we're not going to allow our ego to swell too big in the victories or crush us so, so low and so deep in the defeats. Number two is to stay hungry. The key to this is no matter how big the success is, what's next? We're on to the next one. No matter how crushing the defeat is, what's next? I'm built for this. We've got to have that hunger. Number three is that it's about going out there. Remember this. And I see a lot of people dialing messages in here, and I, and, and I appreciate that. I love you guys staying with me. But the number three part about this is you've got to honor your victories, all right? Honor the wins. And that doesn't mean throwing yourself a ticker tape parade necessarily, but it at least means slowing down and acknowledging them and saying, yes, that was a victory, even if it was small. If you do a webinar and somebody shows up, that's a victory. If you do a Facebook Live, you've never done one before, and nobody shows up, it's still a victory because you went live. Give yourself the benefit of saying, hey, I'm honoring my victories here. Next is you've got to get yourself out there. You've got to make people notice, not from a place of ego, not from a place of grandstanding, but from a place of actually honoring yourself, putting the message out there and realizing you have value to give and you are on the path. And that's going to be valuable to a lot of folks out there. And finally, that gratitude. It's about gratitude, my friends. It's about having gratitude for the process. It's about having gratitude for the people you do work with. It's about having gratitude for yourself. When you put these five pieces into work, you will not only grow and scale a great business, but you'll do it in a place that will feel amazing. And who knows, maybe someday 
you might have that iconic status just like the great Michael Jordan. Well, my friends, that just about does it for today's episode of the Daily Dose of Awesome. Hope you love this one. Be ready for another great message tomorrow. We've got some awesome folks lined up this week and every single week here on the Daily Dose of Awesome. If you haven't yet, get yourself over to EliteMarketingPro.com. Access that free 10-day boot camp and make sure you're out there growing your business every single day. Keep us posted on what's going on. Jump onto the community. Ask lots of questions. Share your wisdom. Contribute where you can. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, Fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll be talking to you very soon. Have an amazing Tuesday.